home sooner rather than later. I think it's a better product for the fan base, for the fans. I can tell you from experience right now with my kids, you know, they're playing soccer, they're playing baseball, they're doing gymnastics. And in order is 1A, 1B, 3, and it's baseball. And they love it, they like it, but they take ground balls and then you go in the back of the line and it takes forever. You know, I hate to say it because, uh, you know, I, I want them to, to love the game. They love it, whatever, but I would love them to play it. But this is where we at, you know, and there's sports out there that you know, they're, they're more fun because there's not that time, you know. Uh, when they go to the soccer practice, it's nonstop. When they go to gymnastics, imagine jumping all, around, all, all over the place and doing all that stuff. And then when you go to the baseball practice, it's hitting, it's, you know, fielding. But there's a lot of that, that time, and I think that's what we're trying to avoid. Uh, the pace has been amazing. Obviously, there's a few things that we still have to work, and we got 27 more days or whatever it is to, to get to where we want to. But for the game, for, for where we want to go, no doubt about it, this is the right thing. Alex Cora sharing his sentiment about the brand new pitch clock instituted at the Major League Baseball level. We welcome you back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Gaitlin, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino all joining you, joining us now. He covered the Detroit Tigers minor league system for a couple of decades. Our good buddy John Wagner. Find him on Twitter, John Wagner Media. Johan, my friend, good morning to you. Alex Cora, soccer, they're moving gymnastics, they're moving baseball. You take a couple of ground balls, you go to the back of the line, you stand around, you hit. Is the pitch clock, is this a good thing for MLB? Anthony, first of all, good to have you. Thanks for having me on the game. I'm a little slight of Evan. Thank you very much. I'm going to talk very fast because we need to make this go faster is what I'm hearing. Am I hearing this right? Well, we not go not faster, you, right? John. You don't have to go faster. We're you know our listeners are in the car. They're they're hanging out. Maybe they're at the office. Maybe they're watching us on BCSN or streaming on YouTube, or they have us on the iHeartRadio app, or maybe they're listening at MichiganSportsNetwork.com. Let me just plug everything while we're here. It's not about us going faster, but it is about the length of the game. I mean, you know my sentiment when it comes to college football. That game has just gotten far, far, far too long. It's way out of hand. College basketball has gotten too long. The NBA has gotten too long the nfl has figured this thing out and uh, the national hockey league they, they got a pretty standard uh, pretty standard schedule as well but for major league baseball the game without a clock instituting a clock at this level to be able to speed up the pace of play i think is a good thing to keep more people engaged i disagree with that i i think an exciting game will keep people engaged now, what is the question is what makes a game exciting? And see, you know, I, let me go back for a second, Anthony. I heard Alex Cora talking about you take a grounder and you go to the back of the line and it's boring. I get that, but that's on the coach. That's not on the sport. Why do we only have one line? Let's have four stations in the infield i don't know let's call them and i'm, I'm spitballing here anthony so stations of the cross let's, let's no easy lent has just started that that's still a few weeks away okay let's here's the stations i have in mind let's call one oh first base okay just a spitballing here we'll call one second base 
we'll call one third base. And you know what? Let's have a fourth station. We'll call it uh, something between second and third. We'll, we'll think of a name here, okay? Let's have four lines and have four batters hitting ground balls to people. Won't that speed you up? If you have 20 kids on your team, you're taking a ground ball every fifth guy. If there's only one ground ball line, you're taking it every 20th guy. And, yeah, a lot of standing around. There are ways to speed up a practice like that and make it more exciting for kids. I mean, frankly, Alex has not watched a lot of practices, apparently. Aren't there a lot of times where if you only have one basketball line during basketball games, which is supposedly this exciting sport, where you're standing there waiting for your turn in line. Hockey, which has as much action as anybody, a lot of line standing. Hey, in football, if you're playing offense and the defense is on the field, you could be off the field for five, six minutes, maybe even more. So I, I totally, I, I, I think that that is very misleading, talking about the practice being exciting, okay? But let's set that aside because you're you're talking about games, not practices. Alex was talking about practice. I think hopefully I've done that. Let's talk about the game for a second. Yeah, baseball can seem to not have a lot going. If you're watching the back and forth between a good pitcher and a good hitter, it's fascinating stuff. I to me Watching that kind of thing, especially good pitchers and good hitters and good teams, it was fascinating. Games went by in a heartbeat. You know, if you're up in the stands waiting for your next burger or your next hot dog or, you know, waiting for the beer vendor to come around and, oh, hey, something happened on the field. Yeah, it can seem boring. Having said all that, I get that the pitch clock Speeding up the game. The number that I saw uh, per the Washington Post, average time of the first 19 spring training games this year, 236. The average time of spring training games in 2022 was three hours and one minute. So, yeah, they're speeding up the game by half an hour. That is a good thing. That is a good thing. Now, if I might, Anthony, let me ask you a question. Yes. Do you worry about the pitch clock causing batters or pitchers to lose important balls or strikes or games to be decided by the pitch clock like we saw real early in spring training? I think it was Braves and Orioles where, uh, you know, it was a very exciting moment in the game and, they, they called a strikeout on a batter without a pitch being thrown because of the pitch clock. I, I mean, are you worried about this deciding game? Uh, I, I am not uh, because I watch shot clocks ruin good possessions. Uh, it, it, it happens. You know, we work against the clock all the time. I see uh, a play clock run down and an offense have to call a timeout and burn a timeout that they're going to need later on uh, in the game potentially because they couldn't get the play in uh, on time. You know, I watch, uh, I, I watch penalty kill clocks force a team to play a man down for X amount of time 
uh, in the Red Wings could just give up. I mean, they give up shorthanded goals like crazy uh, because of it. So, I mean, if you, if for me, I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, you know, affecting the outcome of a game. It just uh, for me. I mean, we all we we know the rules that are in front of us and how they've been laid out and detailed and what is what is to be you know accepted and what is not. Like the 30 second timer between batters, uh, between pitches, you get 15 seconds with the bases empty, 20 with runners on. And the new rule states the batters must be in the box and alert to the pitcher by the eight second mark of. Uh, the pitch clock. So get in the box, get ready, be attentive, and here we go. Uh, quit standing around itching yourself and you know adjusting your gloves, spitting on your hands and rubbing your head and adjusting your wire underneath your jersey, Jose Altuve, <laughs> or, or listening for the trash can. Let's go. Get it moving. Throw the ball. Hey, you know, it's funny. You mentioned the wire. I want to come back and ask you something about that in a minute. But I want to just affirm that I agree with you on this. Batters are going to adjust. Pitchers are going to adjust. If I remember the stat from last year in AAA, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, the number of, of these balls or strikes that were called in a game was less than half a game. So in other words, to find one of those, you're going to probably have to go to two games just to see it happen once. Major leaguers are going to adjust to this. And here's the other thing to consider. Umpires right now are are white hot to be on top of this rule. So they're going to be calling it, calling it, calling it as soon as they see it. As the season goes along, it's going to slow down. It's going to be less of a, a – it's just not going to be front of mind. So you're going to see it be, you know, is it close? Okay, he's like, he started at two or at one. That's close enough for me. Might have been going to zero when he started his delivery or whatnot. We're okay. We're going to let this ride. I think that the hitters and the pitchers are going to adjust. But now you mentioned Jose Altuve's wire. To me, there is something else going on in spring training that's way, way more interesting than that. And it has something to do with uh, Altuve and your beloved Astros and their beloved 2017 pitch stealing scenarios. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't seen this. Do share. It is the pitch con. It is last year, catchers wore this device where instead of having to give signals with their fingers, for the pitcher to know what to throw next. They had this device, they would just press a button, and the pitcher and whatever infielder or whatever other player was wearing this headpiece would get to find out what the pitch was. This, and, and it was fairly successful. In fact, I, I, I would say it was extremely successful. Did you know there were teams using it in the World Series? No, he used it quite quite a bit. Zach Wheeler used it, and it, you didn't even notice, and nor did I. Now this spring training, they have they have allowed pitchers to wear this device so they can call the pitch, and the you know so the catcher knows and the infielders know. That's going to speed the game up, especially with runners on base. I'm on the mound. You're at second base. 
when I'm, you know, if I've got the ball, I'm ready to call a pitch. I, my catcher traditionally is going to run through this set of signals to make sure you can't figure out what he wants me to throw. Right? Slowing the game down. Correct? Yep. Now the pitcher can just press the button. Catcher can nod. Bang, we go. Oh, what, what is, is that? What, what, what does this device look like or feel like? Is what I want to know. Is it like two buzzes is a curveball, one buzz is strike? You know what I mean? Like, or is it like a little tiny monitor? Is it an Apple Watch? What are we? If I are we understand it correctly, there are buttons on whoever's wearing it, whether it's the pitcher or the catcher, has these buttons that they can push, and it actually has an audio where you hear. You know, the traditional one is fastball curveball, slider, changeup. But you can also, if I understood this correctly, and I'm sorry, I I have not looked at this as deeply as I should have, and I apologize to your listeners for that. But if I understand it correctly, you can have specific audio that it says pretty much whatever you want. And I, I'm trying to think who the pitcher or the, the catcher last year was and I want to say it was one of the Indians catchers, I'm sorry, the Guardians catchers, who had something like, bring it, you know, or something like that, and they would they would have specific audio. And sometimes it was just, you know, that's the stuff, or, you know, trying to pump a pitcher up, and, you know, I it could very well be X-rated for all I know, but I, I remember that it can be very much attuned to specifically what a specific catcher or pitcher wants to say. To me, this is fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. Wow. I mean, this is, uh, I need to know who's going to sharper image and what scouts could be sitting there with a radar gun and the other scouts got that, you know, a little satellite dish that had like a little trigger on it and the headphones, you know what I'm talking about? Who's going to be sitting there in the, in the crowd with like a chili dog over top the satellite beaming, beaming in to try to disrupt the radio communications. Oh, it'll be that, that will be uh, that will be fascinating. So I guess the long and short of it, John is so far we have yielded some good results through spring training I would imagine. Hopefully, it'll carry over. I mean, it worked so far. It's you know so far so good during the 2022 AAA season, cutting their game time by about 25 minutes. I think that that is a win. I think 25, 30 minutes, hell, 20 minutes at this point, whatever it takes uh, to to help the game kind of move along and kill some of that dead time where really nothing is happening except for you know a lot of prancing around and uh, adjustments uh, of one's equipment. Like, what do you like? The long and short. You like it? I, I the pitch clock. I, I could give or take it, to be honest. I mean, yeah, it's going to speed up the game. I I like the pauses in between because for me, and I'm sure for other people as well, I'm not trying to say I'm the, the only genius in the world by any stretch. I'm one of many. Um, sorry. And, and that just came out of my mouth. Um, my point is, though, that I like to think about what's next and you know, does he have him set up for this pitch? Or what will he throw? Or can you double up? Or, man, this pitcher is in trouble. Or, man, this hitter's got a great pitch coming. Or, man, he's in a hole. What can he do here to help his team? Uh, to me, I'm engaged in a game, so I like that stuff. I am more worried about the stuff that alters the game. Like, for example, they've changed some of the rules regarding balks and what 
pitchers are allowed to do. You know, uh, I believe it's Kevin Gosman who's already been told that he's going to have to adjust his windup because now if he does that, it's going to be a bulk. Another one is, if you remember last year in the playoffs, uh, Luis Garcia of the Astros, you know, who does the Rock the Baby. You you know the pitcher I'm talking about? He has a yep. very convoluted windup. That's a bulk. This year, that's a bulk. He just cannot – he can't rock the baby. He's got to do something different. That's the kind of stuff that concerns me. It kind of bothers me. It's like, why Why was that legal last year and suddenly it's illegal this year? Or, you know, whether it's we're interpreting a rule differently, well, I don't like that, or we're changing a rule to affect somebody, I definitely don't like that. That's the stuff that concerns me more than a pitch clock. He is John Wagner. Find him on Twitter, John Wagner Media. Johan, my friend, as always. Thank you. I cannot wait to see what kind of spy equipment and devices you will be using in the near future to uh, combat these MLB changes. Thank you, my friend. Anthony, I will signal you versus the pitch comm so that you know these changes. I hope you and your listeners have a great week.